Welcome to the Self-Kindness with Pete podcast, where we explore self-kindness. What is self-kindness? It's not just fluff, it's substance. It's not just a nicety, it's a life-altering practice. We explore how getting a foundation of self-kindness right inside allows you to live as your very best version of you in the world. I'm Pete Sibley, the Self-Kindness Coach, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley, and you are wonderful you. And, you know, sometimes I really like the company that I keep. And that company that I keep uh, shows up in my own mind. And today, we're having fun. We're drinking some decaf and just excited about being in front of the microphone again to talk about this idea of self-kindness Boy, self-kindness, it brings up so much. Something that seems kind of simple and benign. Uh, You know, I've been hearing from all of you, and thank you again. I love getting the messages, and um, thanks to those of you who take time to to reach out and reflect. And if you haven't, uh, you can do that too. We can be friends. You can can send me a message, tell me what you think, or uh, even rate the podcast. But, um, you know, some of you have been telling me that even though you work in a space of self-kindness, you know, maybe you're a life coach or maybe you're a teacher or, uh, you know, maybe you are working in a mental health space. I have clients that I work with who are therapists. It's like we work in this space of self-care and even that like we still hold this idea that self-kindness is selfish we hold the idea that it's kind of still kind of like uh you know kind of makes us roll our eyes a little bit and so today i want to just dive right into that i noticed when i first started writing this letter that i want to read to you today it was coming like there was anger There was anger at just the larger collective mind that would treat something as gentle and as, you know, as as just an act of self-grace that would treat self-kindness like it's some gross, self-indulgent, navel-gazing thing. And that it's, it's like, you know, get over yourself already. Let's get back to the real world kind of talk. And what I noticed is the part of us that responds to self-kindness that way, that's the one who needs the letter. Not coming at that part of us with that same energy. Not coming at it with, a sense of being at war with ourselves. But what if we could do something totally radical? And, you know, there was a a credible teacher at one time who talked about loving your enemy. So that's what I wanted to put forward today. I wanted to unpack, first read to you, and then unpack 
a radical love letter that begins, Dear Inner Critic. And it's radical in the idea that, you know, can we love, can we accept our lack of self-acceptance, the places that we continue to have the inner critic speaking loudly. So here we go. A radical love letter to change the world. Dear inner critic, you're safe here. I see you. I hear you. I'm ready to meet you, hold you, and when you're ready, give thanks to you for having brought me to this point. Dear inner critic, you're safe here. I see you. I hear you. I'm ready to meet you, hold you, and when you're ready, give thanks to you for having brought me to this point. You will not be kicked to the curb. You will not be kicked to the curb. But you are no longer, you are no longer the CEO of my mind. You will not be kicked to the curb, but you are no longer the CEO of my mind. You will not be harmed, shamed, ridiculed. You'll be left in peace. I hope you'll come to celebrate us both as I show you, myself, and the world how to be fueled, motivated, and inspired from inner kindness. I hope you'll come to celebrate us both as I show you and myself and the world how to be fueled, motivated, and inspired from inner kindness. Love me. Dear inner critic, you are safe here. I see you, I hear you, I'm ready to meet you, hold you, and when you're ready, give thanks to you for having brought me to this point. You will not be kicked to the curb, but you are no longer the CEO of my mind. You will not be harmed, shamed, ridiculed. You'll be left in peace. I hope you'll come to celebrate us both as I show you, as I show myself, and as I show the world how to be fueled and motivated and inspired from inner kindness. Love me. As I was writing this, I felt a sense of acceptance. I felt a sense of, you know, inner maturation inside that I know I have longed for over the years. I know I have done so many things to elicit that feeling in me. And so today I wanted to offer that love letter up as a possibility for each of us. Can you imagine, can you imagine a world where this is how human beings talked to themselves internally? Here's a little secret that is not a secret. Most human beings don't talk to themselves this way. Most human beings, the inner critic is the CEO, and 
unless you have been deliberate about taking a look at that, there are still places where it holds, uh, you know, at least a manager role in your mind. So let's unpack this. Dear inner critic letter. First of all, you're safe here. What does that mean? What that means for me is that all parts of Pete need to be welcomed. That is the work of the mature adult um, mind in life, is to welcome all parts of us. Now, some of us have done some deep trauma work. Some of us have, you know, there have, we have really, um, you know, big stories, big uh, events and situations that we have had to do our work through. And so you may have arrived at this point and at least acknowledging that what is coming up in us is safe. That is a radical move. Inner critic, you're safe here. I see you. I see you is a statement around noticing, being aware of what is happening and what is unfolding inside of our own mind. I hear you. That is a radical move in my life. There has been so many times in so many ways that I have not been willing to hear the inner critic in my own mind. And I've done a lot of things to quiet the inner critic. Yeah, if it was alcohol, if it was drugs, if it was, you know, trying to essentially run away from it. You're safe here. I see you. I hear you. The next line, I'm ready to meet you. You know, that is an act, I believe, of a mature version of Pete. There wasn't always that willingness to meet the inner critic. I didn't want to hear what the inner critic was saying. And with my self-kindness practice, I have shifted that in my life. And I can honestly say I'm ready to meet you. I'm also can say, I honestly am here to hold you. As I have gotten still and as I've explored and done my own inner kindness work, I have found that the inner critic is more like a child than it is a CEO. (laughs) But what I want to point out in my life is that the inner critic just wants to be heard. And even just listening to it, acknowledging it, saying, I see you, I hear you, I'm ready to meet you, and I'm even willing to hold you. When you're ready, it's just like the same move that I would extend to my own children when they're upset, when they're in the midst of a temper tantrum. And I am ready to give thanks to my inner critic because it has brought me to this point. I would not have been willing 
to be as diligent or to be as courageous if it wasn't for what my inner critic (laughs) has exposed and maybe even, you know, forced me to look at. It is the strange paradox that it is in the suffering or the thing that I didn't want to look at that actually helds or helds actually holds the key to the thing, very thing that I want, which is inner peace, which is to be of service in the world. I need to remind my inner critic that it's not going to be kicked to the curb. I need to be start a conversation that is open to allowing whatever it brings to the table, it's not going to be kicked to the curb. That is how an ideal like unconditional can get practiced in my own life. Regardless of what my own inner critic brings to me, can I be open to hearing it and not rejecting it, not kicking it to the curb? And I also want to be very upfront that inner critic, you have brought me to this point, but you are no longer the CEO of my mind. You are no longer going to be held in a leadership position. That time has passed. That's the time. That's the the old way of my mind. That's the old programming. The new up-leveled programming for me is a coming from a new place of leadership, which is the inner kindness. So I go on in my letter to remind the inner critic that you won't be harmed. You will not be shamed. You will not be ridiculed. You know, we're not pulling the move of what we see get played out so often Uh, maybe in media, is that when one person's leadership gets toppled, the other new person who replaces them or the new energy or entity that replaces them, you know, starts to ridicule and shame and badmouth those that came before them. And it's like, no, not inside of me. You're not going to be harmed. You're not going to be shamed. You're not going to be ridiculed. You'll be understood for why you did what you did. And most often I can see you did what you did in an effort to keep me safe. And so that's why I give thanks for you having brought me to this point. You got me to this point. You'll be left in peace. Now I hope, it's my hope that someday, inner critic, you'll come to celebrate where we both arrive at, where we both end up growing and living into in this world, which is me showing you, the inner critic, me showing myself, me showing the world how it is possible to be fueled and motivated and inspired and live good, focused, uh, you know, worthy lives, purposeful lives from a place of inner kindness. So 
So how about you, my friend? Are you ready to write a love letter to your inner critic? Are you feeling courageous enough to do the hard work? And are you willing to see when it comes up in you that little kind of poo-poo energy, that little, you know, snarky energy in you that comes up around self-kindness, when you hear about self-kindness, are you ready to meet that and to understand that and to see it for what it is part of the inner critic? Dear inner critic, you're safe here. I see you. I hear you. I'm ready to meet you and hold you. When you're ready, give thanks to you for having brought me to this point. You won't be kicked to the curb. You are no longer the CEO of of my mind. You will not be harmed. You won't be shamed or ridiculed. You'll be left in peace. I hope you'll come to celebrate us both as I show you and myself and the world how to be fueled, motivated, and inspired from inner kindness. Love me. And I do. I'm so grateful for that love in me, for me. And I hope that that is a place where you and I can meet. I love you. Have a fabulous week. And I can't wait to talk again next week. Bye. Hello, Self-Kindness with Pete listener. You can do this. Your past wins, your past failures are all part of the journey that brought you here today right now this is the moment today is the day and you can do this work my coaching is not complicated and people say they notice a big shift even after their first session or even after their first consult call i coach one-on-one weekly for three or six months and during that time you're able to connect with other kindness clients and access a large client portal with tons of resources to keep you going strong. 